Hello, my friends. I am Paymon Motahede, the president of Freedom Law School, which I created in 1996. And in this presentation, I will show you how to correctly fill out an IRS W-4 form at your new or existing job. We're going to go to IRS's website and the laws and have you follow the law correctly as you find in government's official legal websites, okay? Because that's the only way to make sure it's done right. I will refer you to the Internal Revenue Code, the federal tax laws right here. Easy to understand. Folks, yes. Even though it's a bunch of godly gook, complicated, very tiny font detail, I'll make it easy, cut through all this for you, make it so easy to understand in this very short presentation. Let's go to irs.gov, IRS's official legal website. And from there, we're going to go and find the W-4 form, okay? Employers withholding certificate is what they call it. And here is the W-4 form, which is the employee's withholding certificate. Who is employee is a key word, and employer also. We're going to get to those later on. And the W-2 form is the one that the IRS website tells you folks that later on at beginning of the following year, the IRS they, I'm sorry, employee will send to your employer wage and tax statement. This is what the form looks like. The law, however, folks, is found right here. Okay, what is this page? At United States Code, that house, that God, well, it tells us that United States Code is a consolidation and codification by subject matter of the general and permanent laws of the United States. It is prepared by the Office of the Law Revision Council of the United States House of <clears throat> Representatives. This is the official website of the U.S. government, lawyers of U.S. House of Representatives giving the laws for you all to follow. They are, folks, 54 category or titles of federal law, Title One, Title Two, Title Three, Title 26, which I showed you in my hand, is the Internal Revenue Code. Yes, that's the one we're going to be referring to at uscode.house.gov. We're going to go now to Title 26, Internal Revenue Code, to Subtitle C, Employment Taxes, to Chapter 24, Collection of Income Tax at Source on Wages. Yep, 3401 is the section on definitions which says about wages, that's for the purposes of this chapter. What chapter? Well, chapter 24, collection of income tax at source on wages. Okay. The term wages means all remuneration or services performed by an employee for his employer, which doesn't tell us enough. We'll have to go down to 30 401c and here's the term employee that differ for the purposes of this chapter again the term employee includes an officer employee or elected official of the united states a state or any political subdivision thereof or the district of columbia 
or an agency or instrumentality of any one or more of the foregoing. The term employee also includes an officer of a corporation. Now, the term employer is very simple for the purposes of this chapter. The term employer means the person for whom an individual performs or performs any service of whatever nature as the employee of such person. Okay. So the key terms, folks, are United States and states. See, I'm going to show you why these are the keys. What do these terms mean? They do not mean what the ordinary person thinks it means. It means something quite different, especially defined in law. We're going to go now to... Again, the Internal Revenue Code, Section 7701, Definitions. And amazing because it tells us when used in this title, Title 26, Internal Revenue Code, right? They define all sorts of things like person, all the mundane terms that everybody knows what they mean, but they want to make sure they give a very specific clear definition to it, like the term United States, that when used in a geographical sense, which is what we are looking for, includes only the states and the District of Columbia. And the term state shall be construed to include the District of Columbia also. So, you have District of Columbia plus state, which is the District of Columbia, and you get the same, District of Columbia. The term United States means District of Columbia. Yep, folks, and I'll show you in a minute, these definitions are clear. That's all they include, no more. Not the 50 states, none of them are included. I'll show you in just a minute from the U.S. Supreme Court. So hang in there, folks. I'll be right back, okay? So let's go to the U.S. Supreme Court uh, at supremecourt.gov. And here's a case of Stenberg versus Carhartt, a 2000 U.S. Supreme Court case. On a relevant page, says this. When a statute or law includes an explicit definition, like the ones I just showed you, we must follow that definition, even if it varies from that term's ordinary meaning. That's right. Your mind, ordinary meaning of the, these terms in the United States are out the window. We must follow that definition that's given to us in the statutes, like the one I just read for you. And it continues by saying that it is axiomatic, which means self-evident or obvious, that the statutory definition of the term excludes unstated meanings of that term. If something's not there, obviously it's not that you cannot assume that, you know, it's there. There is no nothing by assumption in law, okay? And, folks, furthermore, in this other Supreme Court case of Gould versus Gould, 1917 U.S. 
Supreme Court case. Hey, here it is, Gould versus Gould. Supreme Court is even more adamant about limiting the federal government's taxing power. And it says that in the interpretation of statutes, levying taxes, in imposing, in understanding laws that impose taxes, it is the established rule not to extend their provisions, do not extend the provision of tax laws by implication beyond the clear import of the language used or to enlarge the operation so as to embrace matters not specifically pointed out. If something is not specifically pointed out, it's not there. There is no adding things by implying or implication. Uh-uh. No way. And the court further adds that if you have any doubt, in case of doubt, your doubts, they are construed, the laws, tax laws, are construed or interpreted most strongly against the government's power to tax and in favor of the citizen not being not strongly, most strongly against the government in favor of citizen. So it's very, it's very clear that these definitions, folks, I just read you, are conclusive. United States and state mean District of Columbia as defined in the code. We have to go by these definitions. Let's go a little further to Section 3402, Income Tax Collected at source requirement of withholding one. Okay. <clears throat> Every employer making payment of wages shall deduct and withhold upon such wages a tax determined in accordance with tables or computational procedures prescribed by the secretary. Well, but then again, who is the employer who is taking wages, uh, paying the wages? Well, we have to go at 3402F2 further down. Okay, there, uh, here we go. 3402F2. <clears throat> yep. Uh, so it says that all the before the date of the commencement of employment with the employer, the employee shall furnish an employee with a signed withholding allowance certificate relating to withholding allowance claimed by the employee. Okay, so. That's what they're talking about, okay? This is a W-4 exempt form. Now we go on a little further. Okay. And let's see. I think we have to go 34-2 above at the beginning of this section. Let's see. Yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, yeah, that's the, the w, um, uh, W-4 form they're referring to. So, bottom line of this whole, all this, folks, is this, okay? That you are not employee because you are employees only officer, employee, or elected official of District of Columbia or District of Columbia or any political subdivision of District of Columbia or the District of Columbia or any agency or instrumentality of one or more of the foregoing, which are DC. I know it's repetitious, but it is the same thing. It's all District of Columbia employees. Officer, employee, or elected official of D.C., District of Columbia. The whole thing applies to them per this minutia 
of the law as it is spelled out. So folks, the law does not apply to you because you don't work for the federal government. Do you? Any of you guys? Very few of you. Less than one percent of you seeing this applies to you. This applies to. But employers across America insist that before they hire you, or as a condition of employment, that you must fill out the W-4-4. Otherwise, they'll be in trouble with the IRS. So how do you handle that issue? How do you don't fill out the W-4 form? They insist on you filling out. Well, let's go to our website at livefreedom.org for answers. So at livefreedom.org, folks, you see on our front page, I show you how to stop voluntarily supporting the Washington, D.C. swamp by taking these seven steps to live free now virus deception, robbery, and slavery. Okay? So there we have under as Congress on the top right, drop down, and you click on that, and you get to petition page. Yep. And at the bottom of step five, ask questions page. Okay? There you see right now there's three different petitions. The first one is on individual income tax. Second one is on income tax withholding. So if you put a second one on income tax withholding, it gets you to this page. And on this page, on how you can stop your employer from withholding for the IRS. If you scroll down a little bit here, after more instructions in writing and orally, okay, you will see that after instructions, the form is right here. You got to read everything, folks, okay? You should read all those instructions. Make sure you understand them clearly and do them correctly, okay? Take your time to do it right. So here we are. There you see is three different things. One, two, three. The first one is petition to Congress on withholding. Second one is W-4 exempt form. You fill out under duress if you have to. And the third one is petition or letter to your employer. Letter to your employer to stop withholding. So we're going to go over the W-4 exempt form first, okay? Because oftentimes employers force you to give them a W-4 form as a condition of working for them. Okay, so here it is, the W-4 form, employees withholding certificate. Now the yellow areas is all you have to fill out. Okay, I have them here for you, highlighted. And this form on our website at livefreedom.org follows the instructions of the form. You put exempt on the bottom right side. We already have it on there for you on the form. We added that there for you because that's what you're supposed to do. And please see release of employee liability below, okay, which will be below step five, your signature. Okay, you're not an employee, but you've been forced to fill out this. And this release of employee liability says this. I am furnishing this form under duress because you insist I must do so to get paid. Your remuneration to me is not wages. 
per Internal Revenue Code, IRC Section 3401A, because I am not included as an employee as defined by Internal Revenue Code Section 3401C. C, Stenberg versus Carhartt, the Supreme Court you saw earlier, of year 2000, and Gould versus Gould, the 1917 U.S. Supreme Court case for interpretation. Therefore, you are not required by law to withhold a tax on my pay per IRC Section 342A1, nor to request that I furnish a withholding allowance certificate per IRC Section 342F2. However, this certification of my exemption is your release of liability from withholding federal income taxes from my pay per IRC Section 342N. All the above mentioned laws and court cases are attached. Yep, they're all attached. Here it is, instructions on W-4 form and, uh, is there. And the laws, everything here should be attached. Okay, so <clears throat> 34 to end. By the way, folks, I'm going to go down. Because that's a very important part of this presentation. Also, 34 to end is release of liability of the employer that says, notwithstanding any other provision of this section, an employer, your employer, shall not be required to deduct or withhold any tax under this chapter upon a payment of wages to the employee if there is an effect with respect to such payment. A, withholding allowance certificates, right? Furnished to the employee by the employer, certifying that the employee, one, incurred no liability for income tax imposed on the subtitle A for his preceding taxable year, which is you. You had no liability last year legally because you're not a citizen resident of D.C., nor are you a federal worker, and anticipates that he will incur no liability for income tax imposed on subtitle A for his current taxable year. Because again, you're not a citizen of DC or resident of DC or federal worker. So that gets you fine there as well. So as you can see here, this petition language follows what I showed you in this presentation earlier. Now, then you see petition to Congress and a letter to your employer. So I'm going to go over the Petition to Congress next. These are on our website all for free. You can do them all for free on your own. Letters to send to your representative and your two U.S. senators. Yep, both of them. So, and this petition is to correct your legal conclusions about employment tax laws that if erroneous, you know, or investigate widespread misapplication of these laws by the government. Yep. So in this, in this letter, folks, you present your legal conclusions about all these things I showed you. So it's all there. And after all the legal stuff, which is all quoted verbatim from the law, all these things are quoted. Boom. Boom. More quotes exactly from the law. At the end of this uh, petition to Congress, you'll see a listing of all of these laws that are mentioned. Yep, here's a list of all of them. Yep, 
in this case, A through N. And folks, don't be intimidated. It's not a big deal because it's all attached. All the stuff is attached. The attachment A, these are the ones here, attachment D. You know, all the stuff is there for the ease of the congressman's reading and for you to understand. And it's more detailed than even what I showed you here today. It is more than what I showed you. Yes, more detail. You should read and understand a very good masterpiece. Now, at the end of the letter, okay, here's what you say. In your petition summary at the end, thank you for your service to you are providing for our country as a member of Congress. I am asking you as my representing Congress or Senator in Congress to please correct me specifically if you find my legal conclusions to be an error so that I can always remain in compliance with the laws of our country and pay my fair share of taxes. You see, you're being very humble. You are willing to pay the taxes if they can show you you're wrong. If they can show you you are required to file and pay these payroll taxes. However, there's more. However, if instead you see that my legal conclusions are based solely on the stated meanings of the law as understood by the U.S. Supreme Court and are therefore correct, I ask that you and your fellow members of Congress put a stop to the widespread misapplication of these employment tax laws by the Internal Revenue Service, the Department of Justice, and even certain federal judges. Okay. In either, either case, I ask that you res respond to my petition within 60 days of receipt. Yep, folks, you've been generous, given them plenty of time to show you if you are wrong, which they cannot do because all this is based on the laws as published on government's official legal websites. You just saw it for yourself, folks. Right? So, and then if they don't respond to you, they can never respond to you correctly, then you have a letter to your employer, okay, to tell them basically based on the above, to no more W-4 form at all, no more withholding from your pay at all, no more income tax withholding. So, folks, that is basically it. It's all pretty simple, folks. All the stuff, okay? And the source of the answers for you is our website, livefreenow.org. If you've not taken the seven steps to live free of IRS deception, robbery, slavery, do that right here on the front page. Take step one, okay? Step two, right here on the front page, read them, and then go in more detail. Step three, every step summary is in the front page. And then you click on the cartoon or the link there, and it takes you to the next step that you should follow. You should go through these steps at livefreenow.org to be free. And there's more under education materials. Tap on our website, help yourself, and call us at 813-444-4800 if you have any questions that you have about all this. So with that, folks... It's all there for free for every American like you to free yourself 
of income tax withholding from your paycheck. Now you don't have to go after to get it back. It's not stolen out of your paycheck to begin with. Folks, I believe in live and let let live and live and let love kind of the world. Without the stress, financial stress, of having your money stolen, not having enough to pay your bills, going on a debt to credit card, you have an easier time living a happy life, less stress and more love for yourself and everyone around you that you love. Folks, that's what this is all about. So share the love, share the information that opens freedom and peace, and love and joy for you and everyone around you, your family members, your friends, people in the community. And folks, with this information being out there now, we can take our country back at the same time. So do your part for yourself and for the others. Go to our website, livefreedom.org, and start living a free life now.